back to Trennis Magnus, Jab's Reality, presented by Two True Freaks. I'm your host, Magnus, and I've had my ear to the ground at least a little bit when it comes to this Amazon Lord of the Rings prequel show that's in development. And honestly, guys, it's not like this is the first time I've ever talked about it, but the fact is, I haven't talked about it in uh, quite a while now. And so I thought, you know, maybe maybe now wouldn't really be such a bad time to talk about some of the rumors and whatnot that have been that have been bubbling around. And, you know, who knows? Maybe for some of you who haven't kept up with gossip and so forth related to the Lord of the Rings prequel show, this can get you up to speed as well. So, I don't know. Guess we'll see. But really there are there are two big rumors making the rounds right now that that I wanted to work my way through here. First up, there's... And again, I, I just want to underline this part, guys. These things are rumors. There is, to, to the best of my knowledge, there are very few official announcements. There's not much that's, like, officially known about this Amazon series. So take everything that I say here for the speculation and commentary, conjecture, however you want to put it, take all of this for whatever you think it's worth, right? First, the the first of the uh, big the big two rumors that I want to talk about. A couple of weeks ago, word came down the pipeline that Peter Jackson is being courted to participate either in the DCEU or for some kind of involvement, nobody knows what, with this Lord of the Rings Amazon show, right? And so, guys, I kind of walked into this thing with the assumption that it was going to be some, basically somebody developing this show and sort of taking the lead on it that doesn't have any real history with uh, J.R.R. Tolkien or anything to do with Lord of the Rings or, or anything like that, right? That was basically the default assumption I made going into this thing. But guys, I got to tell you, if it's confirmed that Peter Jackson is taking on some kind of, I don't know, like real leadership of this of this show, that really would be a game changer, at least for me, right? The rest of you, I don't know about, but at least for me, that would be a big deal. You know, that would be enough because up to this point, guys, I got to tell you, I would say that I've been fairly ambivalent about this Lord of the Rings show, right? It's not that I've gone so far as to outright curse it because I haven't, but I've been, I don't know, a bit skeptical, I suppose. A, a little bit skeptical about it that it's going to be anything worthwhile, right? And in fact, I was even trading text messages with Dave Atterbury about it, and I sent him a message basically saying, you know, Dave, if it comes out that this this Peter Jackson rumor is got any kind of truth to it at all, well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm going to be, you know, like a big devotee of this series or anything like that. But, you know, this is definitely going to be a moment where I think to myself, huh, now we've got something to talk about, you know? That would be the, the real turning point. You know, at least for me, you know, I'm because I'm at a serious loss to think of anybody, literally anybody else that just their name alone being associated with this 
with this series would be enough for me to want to give it a shot. You know what I mean? Uh, there are very few people that I can think of whose names, just, just their name alone, would be enough for me to say, you know what, I'm going to give this thing a shot just because so-and-so is involved with it, you know? Peter Jackson's really the only person on the list that I can think of offhand, y'all. And if he were to work himself into some kind of real leadership and, uh, I guess, like, creative over oversight type of a role, yeah. Um, again, not not going to go out on a limb here and say that, oh, it's definitely going to be awesome, but that would be enough to give me pause. So anyway, so there's that. The other big thing that came down the uh, rumor mill, and this was a little bit more recently, basically the one ring.net reported that the prequel show is very likely to kind of focus its attention on a relatively young Aragorn, right? And honestly, this would kind of be the one-two punch that I at least would need to say, okay, I'm officially starting to get kind of excited about this show now. Because, number one, you know, if you involve Peter Jackson in this thing, you, you can pretty much figure that this is going to be tied in with his movies in some way or another. Or at least that's the assumption that I would make. There's going to be some kind of relation between this Lord of the Rings show and Peter Jackson's movies if Jackson is executive producer or just whatever you want to call it, right? That, based on really nothing, is... That's the assumption I make. But you add in the additional wrinkle of a fan favorite, at least for me, like uh, Aragorn being sort of the, the centerpiece of the show. Yeah, you know, I could... I could really get into that, you know, because now we're not talking specifically, like, or rather we're not talking generally about uh, uh, Peter Tol uh, Peter Tolkien, <laughs> sorry about that uh, Peter Jackson's uh, interpretation of the, the Tolkien universe, now we're talking specifically about well, Viggo Mortensen, and or at least Viggo Mortensen's take on Aragorn, you know, now who would actually play Aragorn, who's to say I find it difficult to believe it, it, like, if what they're wanting to do is uh, tell stories about, you know, young Aragorn, I find it hard to believe that that Viggo Mortensen would fit into that particular mold. But, you know, whatever. I, it's not like I need Viggo. I mean, I would welcome it, but it, I don't need it to be Viggo Mortensen. You know, just somebody who looks passably enough like Viggo Mortensen, that would be enough for me, you know? So... Anyway, so basically, like I say, I mean, like the one-two punch of Peter Jackson, like it, it, if it was confirmed, right? If if there was an official announcement from Amazon saying, yeah, Peter Jackson's going to be the, uh, he's going to be like the creative overseer of this thing. He's going to be the executive producer of this thing. Maybe he's going to direct a couple episodes or, or just fucking whatever it is that they announce. And, and... The story itself is going to focus, uh, it's going to focus in on Aragorn, you know, sort of the adventures of Aragorn, the, the, the ranger, and basically my memory of the Lord of the Rings book is that it's hinted at that he had a pretty active and pretty busy life prior to joining up with the Fellowship of the Ring, and there's, there's basically, there's a sense in, 
there's there's a sense given that he's done a lot sort of behind the scenes to thwart uh, Sauron here and there, you know? And, you know, not like leading major battles or anything like that, but basically little acts of defiance and making sure that Sauron doesn't get the things that he wants. And that's basically what what Aragorn has spent some amount of time prior to his introduction in the Fellowship of the Ring. He spent some amount of time doing that stuff. And my point in saying all of that is to say, you know, I do think there's a lot of room there for uh, some interesting stories, right? Now, the drawback to all of this and focusing in on Aragorn is that maybe it's just a marketing thing or what, I don't know, but it's like every single fucking one of these shows always has to have some kind of retarded love interest or something like that. And guys, the fact is, it's kind of a, I guess like a romantic sort of stalemate because my reading of Lord of the Rings is that Aragorn's heart only ever beat for Arwen. You know, he didn't really have experience with women much else apart from her, you know? I mean, yeah, you had that unrequited thing that uh, that was going on with Eowyn and the Two Towers, and maybe to a, like, greater degree, perhaps, in Return of the King. But number one, it was completely one-sided, and number two, as I say, totally unrequited, you know? I mean, pretty much Aragorn's heart beat for Arwen, you know? And so, well, we already know how that story has ended, and it cannot end until a certain point in the story. And there's no real drama to be had in milking that for, at least not for too much, in this Amazon show. So it kind of leaves Aragorn, like, if assuming that they go the, the traditional route of having to have some kind of a stupid-ass love story to attract the, the females in the audience, well... To me, it just seems like it's kind of a non-starter, you know? So, I don't know. It's not my job to write this stuff. It's not my job to make it work. I'm just saying that it seems like it would be a challenge. So, my guess, again, based on exactly nothing, is that they're going to try to turn this into an ensemble piece as much as they can. And so, what this is going to allow is maybe other people to kind of take the reins on certain aspects of the story that Aragorn, per canon, simply cannot take. You know, so I don't know. I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see. But if I were a betting man, I would say that's probably the way that things are going to play out. You know, so prove me wrong, Amazon. Now, one of the reasons that I found myself taking a little bit more of an active interest in all of this, honestly, guys, a lot of it comes down to goings on with the the franchises like the movie franchises that I normally follow and just my kind of growing disenchantment with them, you know? I said in some previous show, damned if I could tell you which one, but I know I've said in some previous episode that I'm kind of done with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? I mean, it's like, these movies, Infinity War notwithstanding, these movies, it's like, they don't even really try to take themselves seriously anymore, and if they don't take themselves seriously, Honestly, why should I, right? And so that's a that, that's a big part of my disenchantment with the MCU right now. Now, the other thing is, guys, I got to tell you, and, you know, this kind of relates to me burning down my podcast because I just don't really give a damn anymore. But, guys, I got to tell you, a lot of Marvel fans on Facebook are just behaving like complete fucking assholes. 
and I don't want to have anything to do with anything that they think is cool or is good or is worthwhile or whatever else. I mean, they're acting like members of a fucking religious cult. And it's, it's actually to the point now where I've just taken certain people. I know I can't really unfriend them, but I don't really follow them anymore either. They're out, they're out of my newsfeed, all right? I just, I don't want to sit through yet another rah-rah Marvel, you know, piss on uh, DC or or piss on Warner Brothers or piss on Zack Snyder or piss on whoever, you know, just so they can feel better about, you know, liking their conveyor belt of product, you know? Look, anyone who's listening to this, if you're, if, if you're in love with what Marvel is doing right now, you're just eating it up with a spoon and loving it, good on you, all right? But there's, there's the, the, there's a right way and a wrong way to do anything. And if your idea of expressing your love and affection for Marvel and cinema is basically talking shit about everything else, well, I just want to say fuck you, all right? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of listening to it. I'm tired of seeing it. Tired of putting up with it. I'm tired of acting like it's okay. So, anyway, if you're offended by that, whatever. Good. The other thing is... I kind of have to acknowledge that, at least with Justice League... The... The Marvel Kool-Aid drinkers aren't completely wrong. You know? Justice League, at least for me, was... A serious letdown. You know? It, it, it really was. And, you know, honestly... I've kind of said my piece, at least somewhat, and at least for now, about Justice League, but suffice it to say, guys, nothing's really changed with that. You know, I'm just kind of as left behind by it now as I ever was. You know, and even the people that aren't necessarily, you know, talking up Marvel all over the place on Facebook, they're still somewhat down on the DCEU, and it's like, you know, guys, I... Whatever, I, you know, boo fucking who. I guess I'm sorry that de- that Zack Snyder directed a movie that you don't like. You have my sympathies, I guess. But, you know, I mean, it just seems like the end product of all of that was uh, basically screwing over uh, Justice League. And so it's basically left me in a position where there just aren't really all that many superhero franchises that I'm all that invested in anymore, you know? I like the Flash TV show, you know, uh, that's alright, and I like the the Marvel Netflix universe, and, you know, that's been, honestly, that's been a little bit uneven, to tell you the truth, but, I mean, it's a damn sight better than anything that the movie universe is up to, and for that, I am grateful. So, all I've really been left with, at least in terms of superheroes, has been, of all things, X-Men. You know, I think that the X-Men movies have actually been really good, especially lately. You know, um, starting with the Wolverine and then just going... Well, actually, I guess technically X-Men First Class. So, starting with X-Men First Class and then just going forward. uh, Some, obviously, are better than others. But for the most part, I've really enjoyed them. You know, I mean, I've had a lot of fun, you know, watching those movies. And so, that's pretty much it for me, you know? I mean, there's not really much else in terms of... TV or film that I'm just all that up for the game about, you know, at least not in terms of superheroes. So, you know, I've been kind of not broadening my horizons, but I guess maybe rediscovering some things that I've always loved, but never really had a chance to, you know, get my hopes up about, you know, too much just because there's always been, you know, a bunch of other bullshit that's been going on. And 
One example of all of that has actually been, of all things, Cobra Kai on YouTube Red. And I'm probably going to do a, a, a show about Cobra Kai at some point, so I don't want to get too far into that here. But suffice it to say, I really enjoyed Cobra Kai. And now, hey, look at this. There's an Amazon show, uh, a Lord of the Rings prequel Amazon show that's coming. And there are these kind of exciting rumors floating around about it. And, you know, guys, look, when you, when you come right down to it, I don't really trust Hollywood, okay? I don't. You know, when it comes to the stuff, like the properties that I just love and cherish, I don't trust Hollywood. I mean, they have never given me any reason to give them blind faith, right? And I think Man of Steel is an exception to that. Batman v Superman is an exception to that because I enjoyed both of them immensely. But to me, Justice League is a little bit more of like conventional Hollywood. Like this is typical Hollywood. This is the kind of stupid bullshit that Hollywood is going to make if you let them, you know? And so, you know, you know, put a pencil to it. So that's, like I say, that's kind of, you know, led me in a, left me in a place where, you know, I can kind of take a look back at the, the Karate Kid movies and like, man, those are actually really good. Or uh, the Cobra Kai YouTube show. Man, that's really good. Or the Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy. Man, that's really good. Or the Hobbit movies, which, well, not so good. But you know what? Hey, this Amazon show, this Lord of the Rings prequel uh, show that's coming to Amazon, maybe that'll be great, you know? And, and if it's not, well, it's like I haven't really lost anything because how is that different from any other day? But if it is good, well, at least that's something, right? So it's more than I got right now, tell you that. So anyway, just no real deeper meaning to this. I just want to throw all this out there and just kind of see what comes back to me. Now, as to some other things, um, guys, I think in my, my episode I did called The Death of Michael Corleone, I think it was in that Trinus Magnus Jabs reality episode where I, I mentioned that I'm going to, I'm very probably going to be taking a break, which is to say some kind of I, of a uh, hiatus in the fall. And as it happens, you know, what I said at the time was, yeah, I'm thinking about doing it. Am I, no, I've decided, you know, fuck it, I'm doing it. You know, I'm going to take a break. And if you want to get, you know, details on like why exactly that is, well, I guess you can listen to that Death of Michael Corleone episode and you can listen for yourself and, you know, get the skinny there. But the long and the short of it is, yeah, I've decided I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm taking a break. It's going to happen. I want to say like in the middle of September or near the middle of September. Uh, I'm just going to go on hiatus and I'm not completely sure when I'm going to bring the shows back. I mean, I'm sure that I will. I just don't really know like when that's going to be or what form I mean I've got some ideas on like what form it's going to take when it comes back you know but like as to exactly when it's going to come back like the exact date I don't really know the answer to that I wish I could tell you you know but uh yeah I've decided I'm going to go ahead and do that because you know guys there's just like I said in the death of Michael Corleone episode I've got a lot of stuff that's going on right now I'm going to have a lot of stuff that's going on in uh uh next year in 2019 you know, and so this, I think, is probably going to be what's best for me, what's best for the show. And ultimately, those are the things that I really care the most about. So anyway, that is just something to just mark off 
on your calendar, right, right around the middle of September, Magnus is going to go on hiatus. So, something to look forward to or not. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so there you go. And I think that's pretty much it for me right now. So, bye everybody. I will see you next time.